Hello, everyone, and welcome to our 15th episode of Voices in Miami. I'm Olivia Martin-Johnson, one of the co-founders and co-hosts of this podcast. And I'm here today with Josie Bloom, our other co-founder and co-host, as well as a group of future changemakers, a couple, too. Josie and I are passionate about giving a space for students to express their concerns, hence our purpose for creating this podcast. And in today's episode, we will, of course, be interviewing future changemakers who Josie will now introduce. Hey guys, um, like Olivia said, I'm Josie and I'm so excited to be introducing today's duo um, on our 15th episode of Voices in Miami. And yes, 15, like half of 30. Um, we have Julia Likowitz and Daniela Costello, co-founders of She Speaks, which is an online English teaching organization for underprivileged girls. They are featured because of their advocacy in the names of SDG4, which is quality education, and SDG10, reduce inequality. She Speaks' mission is to empower young women by helping them develop fluency in English, which they do by working in middle and high schools in Brazil through peer-to-peer conversational classes, creating a connection, and helping them expand their opportunities for growth. So I know, ladies, I just said a bunch of words about the great things you're doing, but why don't you introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hi, so great to be here today. Well, my name is Julie Lockowitz. I'm a freshman at Ransom Everglades, class of 2025. I'm also part of the Environmental Sustainability Council here at Ransom Everglades, where we're trying to make things like more environmentally um, great for the environment. And um, I'm also assistant coach at the Island Volleyball in Key where I live. Outside of She Speaks and school, obviously, my passion is volleyball. I play competitively. I also, we actually, my team actually got invited to nationals this, my team actually got invited to nationals this summer, and I'm really excited for that. Hey, hi, everyone. My name is Danny. I live in Weston, and I go to Cypress Bay High School. I'm a freshman now, and I was actually born in Brazil and moved here when I was five. Um, and really our goal is to help Brazilians, which is where we came from and where our family is, because we do really have a big connection there and we really want to help them with English. And that's why we created She Speaks to show our passion for English and for teaching and to help these girls who would probably never have this opportunity if it was not for this free online course with She Speaks. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for introducing yourselves. It's great to have you on the podcast. We're really pleased that you were able to join us. Um, you started. You sort of started talking about uh, why you started She Speaks, Daniela, and I was wondering if you guys could elaborate, like, how did um, you guys meet to start this project, um, and how has it grown? Why is it Brazil specifically? Why girls? If you could give us that background. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, so we actually met in elementary school, so we've been friends for a while, and we went to the same middle school as well, and so in 2020, when I kind of had this idea of helping girls in Brazil, specifically girls our age um, from 10 to 17 years old, um, to help them learn English, I invited Julia to come into this project with me and help me build it and really make it come to life. So I don't know if, Julia, you want to say your perspective? Yeah, so I remember it was around like a year ago 
and um we finally like we started talking about it I remember I went over to her house and we went to the beach and that was the first time she introduced it to me and I thought it was a great idea and now here we are a year later after so much work and I'm really happy about this project that's like I love projects that are like so close to home because not only you're like, yeah, I'm doing great stuff for like other people, but it's like, you know, like it means something to me. So I think that that's kind of adorable. Anyway, so you guys just told us a little bit about how you started. And Julia, you mentioned it's been a year since. Do you guys have any like data and stats to see like how many girls you've helped or how many you've gotten into contact with or just something like that? Yeah, so... Currently, we actually have 16 students signed up, which is quite a lot since we just like launched it. Uh, 16 students, we are teaching a couple of them right now. Some of them we just interviewed and we have to start classes with, and some of them we still have to interview. So that's basically how it's going right now. And I think it's going really good. So, like the girls are super motivated. They all want to come and like they all want to learn English to like create friendships between people from different languages. And they also, a lot of them want to leave the country. Like I have one of my students that she wants to come to Australia to learn English and like get a job. I'm sure, I'm sure that the work you're doing is really inspiring to these girls. So like take me through the process. Let's say I'm someone, I'm a girl in Brazil. How did I find you? How am I getting access to you? What are we doing? Like, what are the classes that you're teaching and how are you connecting with people, um, I guess, internationally? Yeah, so we created ads on WhatsApp, which is the easiest way to spread She Speaks. Um, so we created already an ad. They will find us through there. There's a link to um, fill out one of our forms. And then that's when we get an email that someone has registered and we will enter into contact with them, set up a really quick interview to kind of know them, get to know why they want to learn English and then pair them with a teacher. Either it's one of us or one of our two other teachers that we currently have. Um, and then we'll start, most of the girls um, have very basic English. So they know very little. So we decide to start from the beginning and start teaching them the alphabet, the sounds of the letters, and really teaching them the basic words and how to introduce themselves. And that's kind of where we start off with and then build on from there. Yeah, and it's a very conversational class when you like do it. Like I, one of my students, she always, like I always ask her like, what do you want to learn next class? Or what do you want to like, like focus on? And she would tell me like home appliances or she would tell me about prepositions is that like that's what she wants to focus on so it's something not very it's not formal at all it's just to get them like talking in English so that they have like that experience I like that because like what we do here is like very informal very conversational so I feel like you guys should be like just at home right yes no maybe a little bit all right um so your platform is pretty much 100% online right? Because obviously we're here in Miami and these girls are in Brazil. So I'm going to ask you a really quick question, which I probably know the answer to already, but you know, we should ask anyway. COVID, right? So like mine and Olivia's projects, as well as so many others that we've featured on our podcast started off as like in-person things, right? Like pre-COVID for the most part, right? But your guys' is, is a completely online platform. So did you guys have like 
any limitations because of COVID, like maybe not being able to get into contact with people or what have you? Or like like other setbacks you've had since starting or since like the idea phase? Yeah, I think the idea first came because of COVID and because we were first accessing these online platforms like Google Meets and Zoom and getting to know that. Um, And that really sparked the idea that we can get into contact with Brazil. We don't need to be there in person. Um, So I think that's COVID kind of really helped us realize that we can do this and we don't need to be there. Um, So I think it just opened so many doors for us instead of limiting us uh, because it gave us this access to Google Meet, using WhatsApp, talking to the girls, um, using Google Slides to um, create these lessons for them. Um, so really opened a lot of doors for us. Yeah, I agree. Like now we get to like experience these things and we know how to use them. So now we can use it to contact people in different countries and like create a connection through the internet. Yeah, I mean, I think that seeing something positive about COVID is definitely our interconnectedness and being able to tap into that as a positive way to reach people and communicate and not really like lose Um, your relationship just because you can't see them. So I think that's a really um, good thing to note. So I, something similar um, somewhat is, I guess, um, with that connectedness is, is the necessity of English. I don't know, that's a weird like transition, but anyways, my question is about education, right? So you guys obviously focus on English education. Why is that so important? Like on a global scale, I think it's kind of obvious, right? Like English is the leading language and everything. But why do you think it's so important? Why is this like something you're advocating for the the education of English in general? Is it just to help these girls because they're interested and curious? Or is it for a larger goal? Like why did you, why is that your calling? Uh, So actually, um, I think English is super important, obviously, because it's a universal language here. And I think over like over years, it's going to become super important. Like my family loves to travel and we've gone to Switzerland, which is a super developed country. And you can see how many people, they speak just as much English as they do French and German. While in the other hand, we went to places like Peru and Ecuador where they're not as developed and they like mostly speak Spanish. And you can see like the differences between like the like development. And in Brazil, the education isn't as strong as here in the United States. So they don't prioritize second languages where like second languages can get you jobs or they can get you like friendships between people. And I think it's very important to like have that like opportunity. Yeah, and just to add on to that, I think another thing that um, COVID brought is remote work and being able to get a job uh, living in Brazil, but working for an American company. And I think that's really important because, you know, Brazil, I think if you're born in a family who doesn't have a lot of things, you know, it's very hard to leave that place and really become something bigger. So having the knowledge of English and being fluent, you are able to apply for jobs outside of of Brazil while still living there and being able to gain a higher salary because one dollar is for uh, Brazilian highs and that's a big difference. So it really does make a lot of difference to them knowing English and having more opportunities than they would have if they only had one language. Definitely. I think that's really strong message for 
right? Like going forward, like you were saying, for their jobs and maybe for the future, if they want to move or have kids, the opportunities are a lot different. Um, knowing English versus knowing um, Portuguese and wanting to have a, a different career. Um, on the same topic and kind of like piggybacking on that idea of education, you guys are obviously talking about like specifically girls, right? Like you're providing education to girls. Do you think that's because there's a lack of education for girls? Is it just because it's easier to connect with girls? Um, was there a purpose behind, obviously she speaks, so why, is in, why, why did you decide to focus on girls? Short, shorten that question up. Yeah, I think, you know, us, of course, being girls and being having that something to connect, you know, it's easier to connect, easier to talk to. And also, since it's online, it makes the girls more comfortable um, that we're around the same age. And, you know, it makes the parents more comfortable, too, since we do have younger girls. Um, and also us, you know, it's by women for women. And I think that's really powerful um, to just really prioritize girls when, you know, there's lots of data that shows that women really are sometimes seen as less than or not treated equally as men, especially in the work industry regarding salaries and the opportunities that are given. So we really did want to prioritize girls and really have that and give that to them. Also, I think also having like this one population of people or a certain people, it allows us to like like make a community out of it, out of it instead of having a, like a wide range of people. I think it allows us to connect much better. I like that. I like that. Hashtag girl power. I mean, I don't know if you know, but like Olivia and I, we are women running an all like women run podcast. It's going pretty well for us, I think. Um, all right. So you guys are teaching English to girls in Brazil, which correct me if I'm wrong, but in Brazil, they speak Portuguese, right? So have you guys found that like backgrounds of the girls from like different areas in Brazil affects their accents and affects like how quickly they're learning English? Or do you think that having the girls from like a specific area is just easier for you guys to understand maybe because of like regional accents and stuff like is there a language barrier other than like you know them speaking Portuguese and you teaching them English um well right now I think we have a lot of the girls from Sao Paulo so we're really not being able to see a lot of difference in that um but we do have a couple of girls from different areas and that really does make a difference even in how they speak and maybe what they like to do, you know, what activities they do after school. Um, so we really do see that. We saw that in their forms when they applied to be uh, into She Speaks and when we interviewed them personally. Um, but I really do, I don't know if it really makes a difference from the areas that they're from because they do all have a basic level of, very, very basic level of English. Um, and we're really just having to start from the beginning um, so I don't know about you, Julia, but I don't really see a big difference. Yeah, I agree. I don't see much of a difference since we don't have that wide range of like places in Brazil. But yeah, I think it doesn't really matter. It just depends on like the person, if they're motivated to do it or not. I like that. I like that. All right. So I'm going to ask a question that is 
kind of based on how old you ladies are, right? So Olivia and I, we are both seniors in high in our respective high schools, right? We're going to college, we're like doing a bunch of stuff. And a lot of the people we have interviewed so far have also been high school seniors, right? Either friends or acquaintances of Olivia and I's um, or some college students we've interviewed as well. You ladies are freshmen in high school, right? What ideas do you guys have to like expand? What is your next, you, you guys have already had this for a year. So what does like your next year look like to you in a perfect world, right? So I, well, my main goal, I think this is like the best thing to do to like improve like the website and like reaching out to people. I think we need more teachers so that we can educate more like kids. Cause like if we have like 16 students, um, 16 girls, and we only have like four teachers, it's really hard for us to like manage all of that. So I think that's one of our main ones. Um, also, I think in like, well, way in the future, hopefully this could probably happen, but maybe expand to different languages and different countries and like bring in more people, maybe like boys also, maybe like just expand it to different languages and countries. So it's outside of Brazil, it could be like Spanish or like German. It, like, I think that's what, I think that's my idea. Um, yeah, and something else I think is one of my personal goals is just having um, having partnerships with um, organizations in Brazil and really being able to spread the awareness that she speaks and being able to get more students, of course, more teachers. I think that's what we're really seeing is what we're struggling with is that we have so many students and so few teachers, um, but just being able to spread this awareness about quality education to people in the United States and in Brazil, and just being able to grow this community that we're building and really make a difference in people's lives, I think is what we really want. I think that's really important. And I, I applaud you that at such a young age, I mean, you guys are freshmen, you still have I mean, not that, I mean, we're all like pretty much the same age, right? Like it's high school, it's all the same. I mean, a young age, like for all of us, like that you guys are already finding like a passion and something to advocate for and are starting in high school. So not only will you have your life to work on this, but you're starting at an age where you can like tap into all the resources of high school and the people that you know there and your teachers and counselors and everyone that can help you. And then if you're going to move this on forward, I mean, having four years under your belt and then getting to college and working on it as well is like really admirable. So I have two questions. One is super like yes or no answer. Um, Cause you guys obviously have big aspirations for this project or for this organization. So do you plan to take it like, like indefinitely? Like you see it like, yeah, you're a rocket. Like, like all the way, like, do you see yourself like in your future career having this as your like side gig? Um, or do you want to like pass it on? That's a quick question. I guess you guys can both answer. And then after, just so that I can let you guys talk, um, I was going to ask about education on a global scale. So we talked about how important you guys see it, especially for English. Do you think that there's something that's stopping education from being as successful as it can be? Like, is there something that's hindering people's ability to have education or English in general? Like, are there not enough resources? Like what, what do you, so both of those questions kind of 
difficult but first like how long do you see yourself doing this and like do you really want to do it forever type thing and what do you think is the problem right now that's like not letting people have what you guys are providing or why is there a need for your things yeah sorry there no yeah I think we both see this going very far in our future and we really do want to keep growing this because this really is our passion you know helping girls being able to use the English that we were able to learn when we moved here um, and really just being able to make a difference in these girls' lives. And about education, you know, I visit Brazil many times a year and I'm able to see firsthand, you know, what it looks like there. And it's just really sad because with regarding public schools, you know, they really have no resources. And I think that's something that we didn't mention before. We do only get girls from public schools. Um, because I think that's when the people who need it the most, because in Brazil, there's a lot of people uh, with very little and very few people with a lot. And this drastic difference is what makes Brazil such like why it's still developing. You know, there's a lot of poverty and a lot of people who can't get out from this, you know, family that's like, you know, they really can't grow and they can't. Um, do maybe you know be able to get their dreams and their aspirations because they just don't have the resources they have English in schools but it's not good enough you know um, all these girls that we teach do learn English in their schools and when they come to us we can see that they don't know almost anything um, so this just shows the lack of resources they have and the lack of teachers and things that they like compared to us like I go to a public school and you know there's no comparison and it's just it's very unfair and I think that's what we want to try to help with the little that we can you know teaching English um, and being able to connect with these girls you know we're really trying to make a difference. Yeah I agree I think the main like barrier from education is poverty in sense like in Brazil 13% of the country is in poverty and I think that's really like one of the main causes for this education gap between public schools and private schools. And yeah, like, I mean, like, I think that she speaks is a great way to like help like a bunch of people. And I think our idea wasn't to help the entire world. It's well, that could also be a goal. But I think it's just like, even if we help one person, like that's enough. Like even like one or two, three people, like that actually like chain, like they think that this is like, this is like, they like this and they want to do this and they want to learn English. And if we change like three people's lives, then that's like enough. I love that. That's adorable. All right. So our time together will be coming to a close very shortly. All right. So I'm going to be asking our last questions, you know, like hashtag sad face. Um, all right. So this whole podcast is centered on the SDGs, which is the Sustainable Development Goals by the United Nations, a set of 17 global goals to make the world a better place, right? That's it in like one sentence. So your guys' She Speaks centers on SDG 4, which is quality education, my favorite, excuse me, and SDG, I believe it is 12, is it not? Uh, reduce inequality. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. No, 10, 10 reduced inequality. So sorry. Um, anyway, in your own words, 
and I know we've been talking about it the whole time. I should have asked this in the beginning, but you know, now it's kind of like a nice little bow tie wrap thing. What do you guys, or how do you guys think that she speaks furthers both SDGs four and 10? Like, obviously you're providing quality education, right? And you're trying to reduce the inequality caused by like the, I, I wouldn't say the gender pay gap, but it's the, uh, like the wealth gap, right? And it's kind of sad to hear that like the same things that are happening in the US happen worldwide, but it also makes me feel like, you know, we're all in this together type thing. So how do you guys think that She Speaks helps out SDG 4, quality education, and SDG 10? Yeah, so with quality, regarding quality education, you know, since Brazil doesn't have that currently, from the girls from public schools, um, we're trying to give that to them. So we are creating custom lesson plans for them. You know, we really do take time with that. We create, you know, Google Slides and we write things down. We create activities for them, you know, during class, we'll help them and we'll tell them to write things down. We'll do, We'll play games, you know, we'll do a lot of things to try to, you know, of course, we're not teachers and we don't have that education you know, regarding that, but we are fluent in English. And, you know, that's what we use to help them. And we connect also on a personal level. I think it's more than just a teacher student relationship. Um, we are like friends, I think, and that's what we're building. So um, just helping them with whatever we can regarding education. And again, regarding the inequality, you know, they don't have the same resources, resources as us. And, you know, so we're trying to help them as much as we can. Yeah, I agree. So, and like after classes, I'll always like send the like, the what we learned in class, like I'll send PowerPoints to my students. I'll send like worksheets and it's like, and most of them ask for it. Like I have a student who's always asking for what we did in class, she's always writing down notes. It's like something that like they wanna do it themselves. So it's not something that's forced on top of them. And regarding like reduced inequality, I think this gives like people in public schools more opportunities to come out and like learn a language that they wouldn't have been able to before that they're really motivated to learn. Yeah, and just like one more thing to add on. I think, you know, if we're able to start teaching them English and really make a difference and they're able to get a better job because of it, you know, get their family out of this poverty cycle that they're not, they weren't able to get out of before. Um, and just making that difference, you know, that it will help reduce the inequality and give them more resources and help them change really their lives and also their families' lives forever because, you know, they'll have more money, they'll be able to even get out of Brazil, go to the United States goes to Australia, wherever they want to go. And that's all because of English. And that's how powerful English can be. And that's what sometimes we don't realize here in the United States, how many doors this language opens and how many people speak and want to speak it, but just don't have the resources for it. So we're just giving them that and really teaching them English as best as we can. What's it called? It's called like filling a need where there's a gap. And you guys do it very nicely. Um, well, you guys have been adorable, right? So I have one more question for you. 
And in this situation, you guys live in a house together, okay? And it's in a house and there's a house across the street or down the street, whichever you prefer, okay? It can be any color, can be whatever you want it to look like, okay? But in this house that lives across the street slash down the street, there's a little girl named Jane, okay? Jane is like in second grade, so she's like eight, okay? What would you tell Jane or some like advice on how she can either get in, involved in, oh, she lives in the States, okay? How can you best advise Jane to either get involved in your project specifically or in projects like it? Like, like what would you tell her? So what I would tell her is that basically like doing what we do is super hard. Like from experience, like the managing is hard, the execution is hard. Like setting up these classes with the students is hard. Like all of this is like piling up and it's like really, really hard. And, but the main thing is creating a connection with these people. And when you talk to them, you're like making friends and you're like having like talks about like things that they want to talk about or what you want to talk about. And I think it's amazing how like you get to like see what other people are like experiencing in their lives and like what they want to do. And I think it's great to like have this like openness between people. And I think that's what like I would tell someone younger than me like I would tell Jane, I would tell her like be like be open to whatever people are telling you because like you have a different life than other people in different countries. Yeah, and like what I would tell her is she wants to help our project specifically. You know, of course, sign up to be a teacher. We really need the help, and it would really help us a lot. Um, but if it's just kind of helping the cause, helping quality education, whether it be in Brazil or other um, developing countries. I would just say like spread awareness, you know, use social media. I know she'll have Instagram or something and just kind of talk to her friends about it, you know, maybe um, search up something new and tell people or get to know other nonprofits that's not just She Speaks um, and get to know their cause and what they're doing to help um, whatever group of people they're trying to help. Um, and, you know, just reaching out and really talking to people I think that's the most important thing you know helping people understand causes um getting into she speaks and teaching people English um so I would just say get involved um do something that you know you feel passionate about too whether it be quality education reducing inequality or one of the other SDGs yeah I completely agree I think um something that pertains to your organization is kind of like word of mouth, right? Spreading the word. And so that's what we're, we hope to give you some exposure as being on this podcast. Hopefully people will listen to this and take the advice that you're giving Jane. It's obviously a metaphor for like people who are listening, right? Our listeners are our Jane and we're trying to put it at a level for everyone to be able to contribute in some way. So I think spreading the word about she speaks and about other organizations, like you mentioned, is really important. And, and that's the reason for this podcast. So I, I hope that it works out um, to what you are hoping, the way that we're doing it with you. Um, and to kind of to on the same note, um, if people do want to get involved and want to contact you about she speaks maybe know some people in brazil that would want to get involved how can our listeners do that what are you um like if you guys have an instagram or maybe if you want to give your personal instagram you don't have to but if you have like the she speaks instagram or maybe an email or something where people can dm you or or send you a, a message yeah so um 
Uh, we're actually currently working on making a Facebook, um, a Twitter, and a Instagram. That will hopefully soon be out. Um, our email is shespeaksclasses at yahoo.com. So if that's, they want to spread the word like that, that would be amazing. And yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's how you contact us. And our website is shespeaksclasses.org. So there they'll find, you know, more information about us and also the form to apply to become a teacher. Perfect. Yeah, that's another. I, thank you for mentioning that. So and maybe someone on here will listen and, and find that to be such a cool opportunity because it is and, and send you guys a message. Um, we're going to end with that. You guys have been great. Thank you so much, not only for being on this podcast, but for the, doing the work you do. It's extremely important and hopefully it makes waves for the future. And I hope that you guys continue to do this throughout because you guys are future change makers and you're making change now. And that's exactly what um, we want to promote and, and see more of. So thank you guys so much. Have a great night um, and speak soon. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.